the power of having a financial freedom plan when things go bad with your child's health with Ty Morgan from Infinite Planning, Inc. on episode number 182 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Given these set of circumstances, I had to turn my technical and logical thinking off and completely hand it over to God and rely on faith, which I've never done that before in my life. Hi, this is Chris McClure, author of The Way to Greatness, The Five Continual Choices That Lead to the Great Life. You're on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, helping you to discover your promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. This is the podcast where we help you to grow through what you go through, navigating adversity and achieving peace, prosperity, and purpose. What a pleasure and a privilege it is to have you join us. Over 180 episodes of our podcast now to help you to deal with depression or divorce, disease, debt, or death. You can always go to drbradmiller.com, catch those back episodes. We have a free gift for you there as well. Here's my question for you today, my friends. What would you do for the sake of your child? Even if your child was yet to be born, what would you do for the sake of the health and vitality of your child? Many of us would say anything, whatever, my health, any amount of money, whatever it takes, we would say. I know I would. I know in my own case, I had one of my children was born as a premature child and spent six weeks in a neonatal intensive care. And it was one of the most stressful times of my life. Our guest today, talks about the most stressful time in his life when his unborn child was diagnosed with what was termed to be a terminal illness. And he and his wife were really given only two options, abortion or to carry the child to full term for a stillbirth. And he, Ty Morgan is his name, refused to accept that. And he went on with a journey to find an answer, find a response to the terrible condition that his unborn child had. But a big piece of what we're going to talk about today is how if he didn't have the financial wherewithal to deal with this or didn't have a financial plan in place to deal with this, the pressure will be multiplied exponentially. So what we're going to talk about today, friends, is getting your financial house in order in the context of doing what of dealing with emergencies in life, particularly today, we're talking about the emergency of your child's health. Ty and his wife had this terrible adversity of their unborn child having a terrible disease. So you're going to feel today the emotion of the this incredible story that they had of this terrible decisions they had before them, and the uh, impact of that, the, the the angst, the terribleness of this decision, and then some of the hope and the 
faith that came into play in their Christian faith and other things that came into play. What this is a story about sharing hope in uncertain times. Then we're also going to talk about what we can learn about putting your financial house in order and having a financial freedom plan to help you deal with every adversity in life, including the dramatic and traumatic things such as this, what happened to Ty Morgan and and his wife. And when we come back from the interview, we're going to talk about what you can do. We're talking about what you can do personally to get your financial financial house in order, in order to deal with any emergency that you may have in life. It's going to be an inspiring story today. You're on the Beyond the Adversity podcast. He's, his name is Ty Morgan, and his uh, blog he uh, blogs at infiniteplanning.org. Let's get into our conversation with Ty Morgan right now. Our guest today, his name, his name is Ty Morgan. He is the director of Silent Guardians, Inc., and the founder of Infinite Planning, Inc., and he has a great story to tell of hope in uncertain times and some really dramatic challenges to his young family, and he has then some resources that are going to be helpful to you to face the challenges that you face financially and otherwise. We welcome to Beyond Adversity, Ty Morgan. Welcome, Dr. Brad. Thank you so much for having me. It's an exciting time to be here, and we're excited to share our testimony with, with your audience, sir. Well, that'll be a, an awesome thing to do. And let's just kind of start there with your testimony, with your story. And uh, you you have a financial services company, and that's a great thing. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But you had some, a dramatic thing happen in your family, which kind of turned your world upside down and then led you even more so to... Uh, Think about how the services you offer can be helpful to others. Tell us a little bit about your your testimony and your story from the last uh, year or two here. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So there's a little two-piece to our testimony. And the first portion and why my financial company actually exists. In January 2020, my grandfather, who resides in Alabama, where I was raised, he was at the age of 64 and was still physically working for money. Uh, And uh, on that fateful day, he was injured while working for money, while cutting down trees and clearing land for an individual. A tree came down the the wrong way and actually crushed in the left side of his skull, leaving him permanently, you know, injured from from that crisis. And when I went to visit him in the hospital that day, I made a vow to myself, my wife and family that if uh, I could prevent another family from ever going through through something so dramatic due to financial illiteracy, that, you know, I'd solve that problem. So I found the Infinite Planning Inc. from his injury. Um, and to honor him. And our focus area there is teaching individuals about the banking function and taking it over in their life. And then also following that, obviously around March 2020, I believe, you know, the world shut down. Well, before before you go too far, is, is, before you get into the next section, just is your dad still with us? I just have to ask. Is he, is he still with us? Yes, our grandfather is still here. Yeah. Okay. I just was, I mean, your grandfather, when you said his skull was crushed, I just, I just had to know if he was still with us or not. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but please go on. Yeah, no, no problem at all. He's still here. And uh, yeah, around the time that, you know, COVID shut the world down, March 13th, I believe, is when it really hit the United States. And a couple of weeks later, after about 60 days in the hospital, he actually was up walking around doing his physical therapy, and my grandfather got, got to go home. And he's still obviously on the road awesome. to recovery and uh, going through everything that he needs to. And uh, during that time, obviously, I was working my corporate job, but I had also found that my company, Infinite Planning, 
and I worked in the grocery industry as a district manager. So during that time, honestly, the toilet paper sales were skyrocketing. There was, you know, hardly any groceries <laughs> yeah. on the shelves. Uh, right. There was right. a lot to sort through there. So a lot of trial and error. Still continue to work and try to work on the business and grow that while working full time. And my wife and I decided it was time to try for our second child, Brayson. And uh, we got pregnant around June of 2020, and we went to, you know, the doctor's visits like you're, you're supposed to do, get the ultrasound checks, checking in with the doctors. Right. And everything, you know, seemed good to go, Dr. Brad. It, it felt like this is going to be our second child. Everything is good to go. And around September 29th, we had to go see a specialist because our, our normal doctor had trouble seeing Brayson on an ultrasound. So they referred us to a specialist in the nearby area. And we went to that specialist and my wife had to undergo an hour long ultrasound. And then the doctor called us into the office, both of us. And he proceeded to give us two options for this child because he did not have kidneys and or bladder, uh, bladder, which oh, is called my. a diagnosis of bilateral renal agenesis. And so that's kind of been our story. And uh, we were hit, hit with that news and we had to take some pretty big action. And I can cover that if you'd like me to, Dr. Brad. Well, yes, we want to get into that in just a moment here. But just let's just set the stage here a little bit more. Your child-to-be is a position of questioning his viability for life. Is that a fair thing to say at that point? Yes, absolutely. So actually, the before I went in, obviously this was during, during COVID, so fathers were not allowed in. Uh, right. So oh, yeah. You just specialist planet complicates so everything. Car. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in the car waiting on FaceTime with my wife. And uh, wow. I just get out of the car because when, when they call me in, obviously I know it's bad news. So I just kind of look up the sky, say a quick prayer, you know, with tears in my eyes. Sure. I, I don't know what to say in this moment. If you can just provide me with words when I see my wife. And so I finally go in there and the first words that come out of my mouth while my wife was on the phone with my mother-in-law is, Hey, no matter what this doctor says, I'm not aborting this child. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, the doctor comes in, he gives the diagnosis of bilateral renal genesis. He said, uh, option a abortion. Uh, I know a really nice abortion clinic that we can send you to down the street or option two, you can try to carry this child full term. And at best, you know, maybe meeting for 15 minutes to an hour. Um, and there's no hope for him. And wow. My wife and I, we, we didn't like either of those options. And so, oh, of course, uh, devastating, devastating every way. Yeah. It just, it crushed, it crushed, I mean, this it crushes your soul when you, when you get that kind of news, like you said, it's sure. just devastating. And, uh, by the grace of God, we got to work and looked up the disease and we were searching as much as we could on it. And it just so happened that there was actually an, an opportunity for a trial program uh, to save mm -hmm. race that just started in 2020. Wow. And so you, you took some action and you have this drama, this incredibly dramatic, traumatic adversity, to say the least, in your life. And I'll relate to it a little bit. And then I had a grandchild who was born in uh, in. 2020 in November of 2020. And just the fact that uh, she was born during the COVID crisis was pressure enough and crazy enough in our family. It's hard to imagine, you know, <laughs> what you went through. And, and, uh, as I mentioned to you in our pre discussion, my own daughter, the one who it was this granddaughter was went was a premature child and went and I went through some of the drama with her 35 years ago and I I can't think of any more stress really I mean there's lots of stressors in life but one of the huge one if you have a child that 
at birth or near birth who is in distress. That's all you can focus in on. But you didn't just stay stuck, did you, my, my, my friend? You got to work. And you and your wife got to work. And uh, I'll say that to probably young little Brayson got to work, too. But tell us what some of the actions you took. What are some of these you did instead of just letting life happen to you, this situation happened to you? What did you do about it? Yeah, so on, on the back end, some action that we took. So there was a little bit of action on our part, and then God did some action on his part, too. So like I mentioned, we had to go to the specialist clinic on September 29th of 2020. On September 16th of 2020, on the coastline of Alabama, where my parents reside, Hurricane Sally actually hit the coast. <laughs> and now yeah. this is the way how mysterious God works. He sends a hurricane, and there's about 20 houses in my parents' community. Of the 20 houses, theirs was the only damaged and was damaged so far to an extent they couldn't actually live in it. So they wow. had to find a place to relocate. But it's actually a blessing in disguise because the house they relocated to, the person's house that owned it, they actually were related to the raft trial. And that's the trial that was able to save Brayson. So we had a, a foot in the door with learning about this raft trial for Brayson from a hurricane hitting my parents' house. Huh. So God wow. took that action for us. And he set up connections. And then what we did is we traveled out to Stanford University. So we're in Tampa. So I had to take paid time off from the corporate job while I'm trying to build this business, go out to Stanford. And we had to go through a week-long testing of the raft. So that includes my wife getting stuck multiple times. We did an MRI on brace when he's in the womb, which is not done on babies. That's something new that they're just trying out and see how it works. And we got accepted into the program. And in a month, we had to move to Baltimore. We moved to Baltimore to be at Johns Hopkins. The only two sites that were doing the trial were Stanford and Johns Hopkins at that time. And, and you know, Baltimore's on the East Coast. It's a little closer. So just, um, so just we, to clarify. made that leap of faith and went to Baltimore. So just to clarify, just kind of just to, just to uh, define a little bit, you know, your your your. Folks' home was devastated by a hurricane. They made a connection with a doctor or some researchers in the new community they were at. You had to go from across the country from Tampa to Stanford, California for some testing. Then you ended up going to the other side of the country to Baltimore to get the treatment. Uh, all this during COVID. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing, my man. That is amazing <laughs> to travel alone and let alone all the stressors there. So I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just want to clarify to, to folks who are listening that this uh, sometimes adversity seems like it stacks on one another and it's never going to go away. But uh, keep going with your story, my, my friend. Yes, sir. And then so we, we have all that going on. And I'm, I'm glad you're, you're recognizing that. And then we're traveling around during COVID times, taking time off from work. I have to, we have to relocate to Baltimore for this trial, I asked my corporate employer for a job transfer. They potentially could have positions in Baltimore, and that's another reason we decided not to go to San Francisco where Stanford's at. They didn't have positions there. I request the transfer to Baltimore. They denied the transfer of the current position I had and offered me a $75,000 reduction in salary uh, without the benefits I had working a remote position. I said, uh, no, thank you, and had to start focusing on the business. And they they denied that transfer at 11 a.m. And by 11 p.m., I had my first major contract uh, with my business, Infinite Planning, that came through. Um, so, God, yeah. you know, God, I, I was taking action, and, and but God met met me with that contract because there's no way that I could have done that on my own well, you, uh, by any stretch of the Well, that is amazing because you'd already set up your, your financial planning firm, Infinite Planning, 
along the way. Actually, that kind of happened even before the child was in the picture, if I understand things correctly, at least the beginning stages uh, of that. And but uh, come to fruition once one this door closed and some pretty dramatic doors were closing on, on you, but uh, a new door opened up and some other doors opened up. And that's, that's an amazing thing. It sounded like you had some real taking dramatic action was a part of the process here. And I'm sure your, your wife went through her own set of, you know, you're talking about your kind of your perspective on him. She carrying the child had to have her own dramatic perspectives on what she was going through. She was the one going through the, whatever medical procedures and tests were, were happening. Tell us a little bit more now about yes. what happened here in terms of, you know, we're talking here about, about the, the physical aspect. You, you did what you had to do. You know, you made these connections. You reached out. You did all this stuff. But you've also mentioned a couple of times about this is a God thing. These were holy uh, appointments that were happening here. And I'm a big believer, Ty, that uh, transformation takes place not only when we take action, but when we become sensitive about the transformation that happens internally when we connect to something greater than ourselves. A spiritual aspect for some folks is meditation or other things in life. But tell us about the, the role that your faith played or a connection to something greater than yourself, uh, maybe even towards the trials, the medical trials you're talking about. What role did faith play in this whole process of transformation? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you asked that. So for me, uh, you know, I'm a financial planner um, by nature. I like to plan things out and see things happen in the future and kind of make them happen. Given these set of circumstances, I had to turn my technical and logical thinking off and completely hand it over to God and rely on faith, which I've never done that before in my life. And this has just been one of those experiences that where as a man, I have no control. God was, you know, over the outcome of that. So for me, I just had to have faith. I took action and I let God control the results because at the end of the day, uh, he's, he's over all the results. And before this experience, you know, sometimes maybe I didn't acknowledge that, but now, uh, I fully acknowledge that, that God is responsible for the results. And, you know, for small businesses, uh, 90% of them fail the first year. And then for our son, he had a 0% chance of life. And so for those two things to work out over this past year and a half, I know that's been by the grace of God. And I'm just glad on my faith on a daily basis and continue to believe and pray and worship him. And thankfully he's brought us this. And just to kind of cut to the chase in terms of how this turns out a little bit, you know, we got some other things to talk about, but uh, you do have a son named Brayson now, right? He's still with us and he's, uh, how's, how's he doing? He's doing great. Um, and so he was born after we moved to Baltimore, November 14th. Uh, we did two months there. My wife underwent 25 procedures with a needle about seven or eight inches long that was injected into her womb where they put fluid in to help brace and develop and grow. And he was born on January 21st, 2021 at six pounds. And he came out kicking and screaming like any other baby, um, obviously with the exception of no kidneys and a bladder. So his first day of life, he under, had to undergo some surgeries there. And uh, some of the some of the surgeries that he had included a peritoneal dialysis catheter, um, a G tube for feeding, and then a Brodiac line for blood um, blood work that the hospital may need to do. And unfortunately, his peritoneal dialysis catheter did not work properly. Um, so throughout his stay at the hospital, he had to undergo fourteen total surgeries. And my wife and I truly believe. That that 50% of those could have been eliminated, and that's why we started Silent Guardian Angels. Um, but luckily, our son, Brayson, after 225 days total in the NICU, 
the little guy got to come home my wife's birthday on September 3rd. Of that must have been a wonderful, wonderful birthday for your wife and for you and for Brayson and for anyone else connected in your family and your friends. That must have been just a wonderful time. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It was. Yes. Um, absolutely. So we've enjoyed it every day and love it. In this process here, you've had some incredibly lows and I'm sure some dark, you know, deeply dark times when uh, things may have seen even uh, hope was a bit was challenged. And and now you've had to keep your hope going and you've had to brace yourself with your faith. And uh, I'm sure it's been, you know, some challenges in your relationship with your, your wife and family. And um, but tell us a little bit about how then you apply these dramatic changes that have happened in your life towards what you're doing now. And as it begins to start to feed the needs of other people, I'm thinking in terms of uh, personal discipline. So I'm thinking in terms of habits or practices or things that you do now that you may not have done before that have made a difference in how you see life and how you then apply that even to your business. Yeah, absolutely. So the key to everything I've done now is obviously rely on my faith and then also my thinking patterns. So how I think is completely different than before these experiences. And so I had to go undergo a paradigm shift. And what that means is, is kind of how uh, on a personal finance level, before I started my company, how I began to take back the banking function in my life. And I learned that through the infinite banking concept. And that's part of what I teach as well. And the infinite banking concept is simply taking the banking function and applying it at the you and me level and using your imagination to execute it. And had I not taken those steps and done those things financially, we would not have been able to withstand saving Brayson, all the relocations and traveling that we did. Um, I haven't totaled it up recently, but a couple months ago when I totaled it up, probably the, it was expenses north of 50000 with all the moves, relocations, and medical bills in regards to Brayson. So thankfully, we had started the infinite banking concept, built up a capital pool, and I was able to, you know, help Brayson and save him through financials and also um, keep enough capital in the business to keep those. Yeah, because we haven't talked too much about it, but, you know, your world is financial services and infinite planning is your company and infinite banking is a part of what you're uh, another one of your companies here. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks get stuck financially when a, massive uh, adversity comes, massive medical bills. Certainly in the last year or two, many people have faced the drama uh, with the COVID crisis and other things that have happened uh, that have just devastated them, among other things, uh, financially. And part of what I'm hearing you say here, Ty, is that you've taken all these incredible experiences then and you've now focused them to serving other people. I know part of what you share is uh, your passion now is about helping others who go through some of similar journey uh, to inspire them to get their financial house in order and ordered so that uh, when things when things do come along and they will, it may or may not be a medical thing, but it might be, uh, you know, a, a business failing or something else happens, uh, get their get their house in order. So tell us a little bit about what you offer here, and we'll get a little bit of your nonprofit here as well. But how can you inspire others to, uh, you know, you love them enough, serve them enough in order to help them to have infinite. Uh, I love the word infinity that you use here, which means it's ongoing and ongoing, please. It's not just a not just a momentary. You know, it's not just getting that 
that short-term loan off your credit card or whatever it is to save your butt for the time being, you've got to have a plan that extends out. So tell us about infinite planning, infinite banking, and how it serves others. Yeah, absolutely. So the most important thing that you can have over your financial life is controlling the banking function. And um, I, I think through my story, that would be the inspiration alone. If I had not taken that leap of faith and taken over the banking function, uh, there's no way that we'd be where we are today. So if you can just listen to our story and want, you have to have the want to take over the banking function in your life. And that's the most important thing um, when you're going through life financially, um, you have to have that desire. And if you need help getting that desire and you want to know the importance of it, you could easily schedule a call with me one-on-one and I can reshare my story with you and or give other examples as to reasons as why it's so important. I think, uh, I, I think what I go to too is my grandfather's injury as why infinite planning exists. He had 30 to 40 years uh, over his span of his life where if he had done things strategically and maybe thought things through a little differently, he wouldn't have been 64 still physically working for money and we could have prevented that injury. Um, So I can always just go over reasons as why it's so important and then give you those hardcore examples as to uh, why it is necessary. And then also to serve others and give back. After Brayson's third revision surgery on that peritoneal dialysis catheter, I just looked at my wife and said, if we're going to promote this and tell other people about this trial, we need to do our part and make it easier for them. And so what we decided to do with that nonprofit organization is to build a new peritoneal dialysis catheter. So yeah. future infants. That's so that your, that your nonprofit group there. That you're, is, that the, is that the silent guardians that we're talking about there? Is that what you're, we're talking about? Yes, sir. That is Silent Guardian Angels, Inc., and that is yeah. Silent Guardian Angels. Well, and what I also love, um, as I look at your site, I see that you take a portion of your profits, even from your profitable uh, business, and you uh, invest that back into uh, into your nonprofit and to other people. And to me, that's, a, you know, just to go off on a tangent of, of the faith-based stuff, that shows a level of, uh, of faith-based stewardship, Christian stewardship, if you will, that then pays you back. And that may be a conversation <laughs> that we could have a, another time. But I do believe that as we invest in not only our life and our energy and our prayers, but also our finances and things that matter beyond ourselves, uh, we are served. Because what you're about is freedom, right? You've had uh, financial freedom and freedom of uh, distress here. Tell us about tell us about the importance of, of freedom, financial and otherwise, to you and how you can help teach others to that. Yeah, absolutely. So freedom to me is having the complete control over your time and be able to make those decisions and work on what you want to work on and or do what you want to do when you want to do it. And money is the vehicle that frees you of your time. And so that's why I tied those two together, the financial freedom. And I just, I mean, for me, uh, if I didn't focus on the freedom aspect, if I had to stay in that corporate position, Brayson would not be here today or yeah. would have had to do it alone. Right. I don't think I'd still be married to her because yeah, I made that choice going through something like that. Alone. Go ahead, please. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's just the biggest importance to me is um, freedom. And yeah, and, but uh, people can relate to that. And sometimes people, when they uh, relate to finances to freedom, sometimes people realize uh, can't, don't have the same concept that your finances is a tool. It's not a means in the end of, of itself. It is a tool to gain your freedom. It's a tool to gain your flexibility in life, but it's not you know, we, we can be, some people can be, you know, in prison of their own financial, uh, uh, 
makings as well. If they just become so obsessed with that, it's not a healthy thing either. And But uh, it's, it's still a reality. A lot of people deal with the reality of adversity that is based on their finances. And it's all integrated, of course, with your with your mental health and with your emotional relationships. And that's all so, so, so important. But tell us about, you know, you've got this, for the, your uh, infiniteplanning.org. You've got infinitebanking.org. And you uh, also have your guardian angels uh, nonprofit. I got a feeling that there've been people who've been impacted by what you're about, Ty, and your story and you know, all that you're about. Tell us about a person that you've worked with or a family that you've worked with. No names, of course, but where something you've done and been influential has made a, made a difference where they've been able to uh, process what you've taught them and to come out to closer to freedom. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's, Two families that, that come to mind right off the top of my head. Um, number one, they are, are both of them are business owners. The, the first one, um, they had been in business for around 15 years and they had never even taken a look at their finances. So hiring me, I was able to, obviously they had their CPA would file taxes every year, but they never looked at where they had been, where they wanted to go and kind of a roadmap to success. So I was able to sit down with them. And we're able to look five years out and create a strategic plan to where we can help them lower their tax bills with their CPA, of course, and 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 then also begin to build up a capital pool to allow them time freedom. So maybe they can, instead of working day to day so much in the business, we can have them take a step back and focus working on the business instead of in it to be able to grow their business. And then um, the second person that comes to mind is, uh, he had already had a successful company, um, but for him, he wanted to create a new company, kind of focused in a little bit different area. So we were able to get together and work through things, and we got that second company off the ground um, quicker than we thought that was going to going to occur by partnering with uh, different individuals. And he also wanted it to be a little more passive, so we came up with some strategies that are making it a little more passive. Yeah. So well, that, that's awesome. That's some awesome stories there, and serve them. In what you way. share is what a lot of folks are seeking. They want freedom, and they also want to when the crisis comes, and it will. It will. You have your dramatic story, uh, but everybody does, and uh, that you can be a little better prepared for it so it doesn't just, you know, wipe us out. And uh, in this, the last couple of years, especially with a lot of things going on, a lot of people were unprepared for dramatic crises and they've uh, they paid the price and you're giving us a process to help get through things. And that's what we love here on Beyond Adversity. Folks who have not only just given up by saying crisis has come, I don't can't do anything about it, but I'm going to do something about it. And here's my steps to, to do something about it. And that leads to, as you talk about freedom, and that's an awesome thing. So Ty, if folks want to understand more about what you're about or get connected to you, that your services and things like that, how can people, if they want to reach out to you, how can they do so? How can they get connected with Ty? Yeah, the best way to do so is if you need help financially, that would be infiniteplanning.org forward slash infinite banking. You can leave your email there and the team and I will reach out to you. Um, if you know someone that's going through impossible circumstances and or just needs help through um, a crisis, please reach out at silentguardianangels.com on the contact us page. 
And obviously, we've been there. Um, yeah. We've been through. But you've got a great story to tell. You've got a great story about yourself and about your wife, Alexis, and about your son, uh, Braylon, Brayson. And uh, that's a great story to tell. It's a good news story. We need uh, some of those. But it's not. It's an ongoing process. And, uh, you know, we. I, I, I could tell, you know, it's an ongoing. It'll be an ongoing medical issue for you for a long time. So it's an ongoing process. It's not just the end of the story. But we appreciate what you've shared here today. His name is Ty Morgan. His company is InfinitePlanning.org and InfiniteBanking.org. And he's also the director of Silent Guardian Angels, Inc. His focus is helping people in uncertain times have hope. We thank you, Ty Morgan, for being our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Many thanks to Ty Morgan. And what a great story, huh? What a great story. It's always great to hear a story with a, you know, with a happy ending, but understanding that, uh, you know, the, the situation with Ty uh, and his wife, Alexis, does not end. It's an ongoing process. You never stop being a parent, do you? You never stop worrying. And there's also financial matters that come into play all along the way. And right now, uh, Ty Morgan has made the commitment to raise their child uh, together, he and his wife, and they will face then any uh, adverse they may have as parents, including health-related things. So isn't it good that they have a plan together and you have learned some of his plan about having financial freedom, which just takes some of the stress off of this terrible situation. So here is uh, what you can do. You can do. You can make a financial plan yourself. You can do this. You know that you can. Some of you have been putting it off for a while. If you go over to uh, Ty's uh, website, uh, infiniteplanning.org or his other site, infinitebanking.org, you can find some tools to get you started in the process of planning. And I just want to invite you to do that. Start making a plan. If you don't work with a Ty, go to somebody else. Go to someone who can help you put together a written plan. And then what's the other piece? Implement the plan. The third part of the response is to move forward with faith, with an understanding you you can have hope even in the midst of some uh, really trying and difficult adversity in your life. And the fourth thing I would give to you is to give back. What Ty Morgan and his wife did is they created Silent Guardians, Inc., and this is their nonprofit, which has to do with uh, dealing with the treatment program they use to deal with their son's condition. And you can find out more about that at Silent Guardians, Inc. as well. Many thanks to Ty and his wife. And what an inspiring story. Here at the Beyond Adversity Podcast, we tell lots of inspiring stories, lots of great stories, and some poignant ones and some moving ones, because we're all about real-life conditions, real-life adversity that you face. We call them the five Ds, basically. We categorize them as the five Ds, depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death. And we deal with all of those here on Beyond Adversity, over 180 episodes. Head on over to drbradmiller.com. We can, you can check out the back catalog of our episodes and we have a free gift for you there. And we always appreciate it when you subscribe and give us a rating and a review on the uh, Apple podcast and other other features there. We hope that you're tuning with us again uh, next week when we continue the process of helping people to grow through what they go through here on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. So until then, continue to do all the good that you can. 
Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.